Hey folks, I often don't do listener discretion advisories before the podcast, but considering the uh, events of this past weekend with this week's uh, Saturday edition of the podcast, I am going to issue one uh, for this podcast. Um, As most of you know, if you're listening to this episode, we're going to talk about the El Paso uh, shooting. The reason I chose to uh, discuss this topic is, A, it was breaking news uh, when I recorded the uh, live stream. I couldn't avoid talking out just just because it was so uh, newsworthy and it's a relevant topic. Uh, But the listener discretion part that I want to advise you about is the fact that I do read uh, the shooter's manifesto. Now, why did I do this for this episode? Because although I don't endorse anything that this, uh, you know, shooter says, I believe it's important that we look at it because the media and the right and the left are equally, uh, you know, guilty of doing this, especially on the left. They're going to try and use this to divide the country and, uh, you know, further their political agenda. And, uh, you know, already there are certain commentators out there who are blaming Trump uh, for this and saying that the uh, shooter was pro-Trump and this was not the case. I went over the manifesto and in fact he thought that Trump was a coward. So I went through some highlights of the manifesto in uh, the stream for this episode. Um, It's, you know, it's hard to read and it's uh, hard to examine. You're you're dealing with a crazy person and you're dealing with, you know, someone who might not have had the manifesto written uh, by himself. He might have had it written for him. This could have been a false flag. I'm usually not a conspiracy theorist, but it just seems to me like this shooting and more importantly, that manifesto was purposely crafted to uh, divide America. So folks, uh, once again, I want to, uh, you know, just uh, advise you guys to be cautious while listening to this episode. Um, And more importantly, just... uh, continue to say prayers and give positive vibes to the uh, victims as we, uh, you know, come together to support them. We can sort the political stuff out later, but I think the most important thing is that we all pray for uh, the victims and for those who are recovering, for a speed recovery. So folks, uh, you know, without further ado, This is one of the hardest episodes of the Whitfield Report that I've had to uh, put out in a while. So, uh, you know, I don't want to say enjoy the show, but I guess uh, here's the show. And I hope that whatever uh, information you glean from this episode is helpful for you. It was helpful for me to talk about this on the podcast. And, uh, you know, I'll have a podcast this week that will hopefully be more positive. But uh, for right now, here's the uh, episode about the El Paso shooting. 
after a word from our sponsors. Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out, or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live from NGC Studios in South Florida. Uh, Sorry for the uh, delay in starting the uh, live stream tonight. I uh, started a previous live stream for uh, tonight's show, and then right as I uh, was going to go live, it decided uh, it was going to crash. So I had to start a new stream uh, over again, and that's what you're watching now. So apologies for the uh, delay. I had to do a quick uh, reset on everything, but we're here now, and uh, hopefully the quality will be pretty good. At any rate, folks, uh, the contact info for tonight, as usual, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at 70 underscore NDC, hashtag uh, Sam Savages, hashtag uh, Whitfield Report, and also uh, because of tonight's edition, hashtag uh, El Paso um, as well. Uh, Gab and Mines at Sam Whitfield, Facebook.com forward slash the Whit- forward slash Whitfield Report, the Sam Whitfield.com, 
all of that stuff. So, uh, I had a way different uh, show scheduled uh, for tonight or planned initially. I was going to talk about some of the Democrat primary debate, but then uh, obviously the news broke about uh, El Paso, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. I don't want to uh, dive too deep into everything, although it's going to take up a fair amount of the show. But um, for those of you who uh, haven't heard the news, I heard about this later in the day today as opposed to, uh, you know, earlier when it first uh, happened, I, I guess. Uh, well, I'll just pull up the, uh, the headline from Fox News, and then I've also got a headline from CNN and uh, Infowars just to compare uh, kind of all the biases. So, uh, from Fox News first, and I will be reading this for the uh, audio podcast. Let's notice. I uh, don't care about system audio right now. Uh, El Paso shooting leaves 20 dead, uh, 26 injured. Investigators probing potential nexus to hate crime. A gunman uh, killed 20 people and injured 26 others Saturday after he opened fire at a Walmart in El Paso, Texas state and city officials said. Texas grieves with the people of El Paso today, said Governor Greg Abbott at an evening news conference following the deadliest mass shooting in America since a gunman killed 26 people at a church in Southern Springs, Texas on November 5th of 2017. The scene was a horrific one said El Paso Police Chief Greg Allen, who added that many of the wounded had life-threatening injuries. The suspected gunman had not been publicly named, but two law enforcement officials identified him to the Associated Press as 21-year-old Patrick uh, Cruzis of Allen, Texas. It was unclear what connection the suspect had to El Paso, uh, Texas State lawmaker Jeff Leach said in a tweeted statement that the suspect graduated from Plano Senior High School in 2017. Uh, more than a dozen law enforcement officials were seen Saturday evening surrounding a home in Allen, which is about 26 miles north of Dallas. The group included agents from the FBI, Texas Department of Public Safety, and the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, ATF. A woman answered the door after a group of officers knocked. They appeared to speak with her briefly, and then she closed the door. A short time later, the door opened, and the door reopened, and officers entered. Neighbor Alice Ballard, who lives four houses down, told the Associated Press 
a, a retired couple lives at the home associated with the suspect. She described them as sweet people who attend church regularly. Uh, Chief Allen said investigators were examining a manifesto that may have been written um, by the suspect and would indicate a nexus to a hate crime, uh, but declined to offer details. The suspect will most likely face capital murder charges, Allen said. And by the way, folks, I do have uh, part of that manifesto. Uh, Allen said his department received initial reports of the shooting at 10.39 a.m. and first responders arrived six minutes later. People asked, I mean, people, police asked people to stay away from the area and to look for missing family members at a school being used as a reunification area. El Paso Police Sergeant Enrique Carrillo told reporters shortly before 1 p.m. that one person was in custody and that there was no longer an imminent threat to the area. At an earlier news conference, El Paso Police Sergeant Robert Gomez said the suspect was taken into custody without incident and no law enforcement officials and no law enforcement officers fired their weapons. The Walmart was near capacity at the time of the shooting with as many as 3,000 people inside along with 100 employees during the busy back school uh, shopping season. This is unprecedented in El Paso, said Gomez. Uh, Ryan Milke, a spokesman for the University Medical Center of El Paso, told Fox News that 13 patients, one of whom died at the hospital, were being treated at the facility's level one trauma center. Uh, Milke uh, told the Associated Press that two children, ages two and nine, were stabilized at the medical center before being transferred to the neighbor in El Paso Children's Hospital. Dalso Medical Center told Fox News it had received 11 patients, nine of whom were critical, but stable condition. The patient's ages ranged from 35 to 82. Residents were volunteering to give blood to the injured in response to a police trip we that donations were urgent were needed urgently while police and military members were trying to help people who were looking for missing loved ones it's chaos right now said austin johnson an army medic near at nearby fort bliss who volunteered to help at the shopping center and later at the school that was serving as a reunification center. Uh, Terrible shootings in El Paso, Texas, President Trump tweeted. tweeted, Reports are very bad. Many killed working with state and local law enforcement. Uh, God bless you all. 
spoke to governor to pledge total support of the government. God be with you all, Trump added. White House uh, Deputy Press Secretary Stephen Groves said earlier that Trump had been briefed on the shooting, shooting and quote, and we continue to monitor the situation, Groves added. Groves added that Trump had spoken to Abbott as well as Attorney General William Barr. House, hours later, Groves said that the president continues to, receives, to receive updates from his national security team on the tragic shootings in El Paso. Federal government personnel, including the FBI and ATF, are on the ground in El Paso actively assisting local authorities who are leading the response to the shootings. The president has pledged the full support of the federal government to Governor Abbott. Uh, Okay. Uh, Vanessa Senez, a witness, told Fox News that she heard several pops near the area and saw a man in a black shirt and cargo pants with a weapon shooting outside the building before entering the Walmart. He was just pointing at people and just shooting, she added. Another witness told Fox News that his mother died at the scene. A witness told CBS News that to enter the Walmart when he heard 10 gunshots in Sutton, although a lady fall to the ground. Okay, so this was... Um, this is just recount, recounting the scene. I will link this article in the chat um, if you guys want to read the full article. And I will also uh, link this in the uh, podcast show notes because it is a, uh, it is a long um, article and it keeps getting updated... Uh, every 10 minutes or so. And uh, I'm reading this on Saturday night, so the people listening to this on the auto podcast will get this uh, Sunday or, uh, you know, whenever during the week that they uh, look at all this stuff. But I guess uh, the one thing I want to focus on or not really focus on, but show by contrast is the fact. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, so CNN's website, and again, um, I don't really. I don't often go to CNN as a, as like a preferred news source, but it's interesting if we go to CNN's uh, website. Um, you know what what they're uh, saying all, all this. So um, so just from ba- browsing the uh, the homepage of Fox news we can see um uh 
we can see over here on the live updates uh, pane on the left side uh, there's kind of a blurb here so it starts off witness a kid ran into the store to warn us of shooter and no one paid attention the suspect sources identify white male notice they immediately um, say that he's a white male uh, so far what we know about the shooting and you can click on that link basically what I just read you uh, panic video shows man hiding under table as gunshots ring out so CNN is already um, inciting the uh, you know they're already using uh, phrases like panic and you know showing video of, of people hiding under tables and whatnot uh, CNN is also now bringing up articles about worst mass shootings in modern U.S. history. Uh, this, I, this I kind of get like a bemused kick out of. Uh, Trump reacts. President calls shooting terrible. Notice that they're, uh, you know, somebody saying that he called the shooting terrible as a way to, uh, you know, kind of diminish like oh that's all Trump has to say about this so um, you know CNN is definitely phrasing this in the narrative already uh, they're already posting photos too which I'm not gonna click on but here's what's interesting is CNN is already tying this into their uh, you know CNN uh, investigation segment. The impact, the impact of business, the impact in business of guns in America. So already, they're uh, they're already starting this gun control narrative, narrative, and we're not even twenty four hours into this thing. Um, Surpri surprisingly, or rather, I guess, uh, unsurprisingly, uh, at this point, InfoWars is actually being the most uh, non-biased and factual about this. So, uh, yeah, Annabelle, um... Updates mass shooting at Walmart in El Paso, America's safest city. 20 kill, killed and 26 in, injured. And uh, Al Jefe says, good choice, CNN doesn't news very strongly. Well, that's my point, though, Hefe. Uh, that, that was exactly why I... That was exactly why I pulled up CNN, was to show that they're already, um, you know propagandizing this thing and we're not we're not even 24 hours in and they're already uh, propagandizing this thing uh, also the reactions on Twitter I I'm not sure if I'll pull up my Twitter timeline itself but the Twitter timeline is very interesting um, in and of itself let, let me 
So let me uh, go back to the camera. So it's so yeah. Um, I'll I'll go back to the Infowars article in a sec because it pretty much just goes over what all the facts are. But basically, um, uh, I plan on. I just want to give you guys some forewarning here. Um, I'm probably going to have to re-upload this uh, stream to BitChute or to some other platform. That this this will probably be what gets me to finally like reactivate my uh, BitChute account because uh, I actually have part of the manifesto which I'm going to read and examine uh, because the, the, the media, and particularly the left, is already trying to phrase this as a, a right-wing thing, and from the uh, manifesto, it's clearly, you know, long, I'm not going to get into it now, but the, 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 the scumbag who did this shooter is not, uh, he might be right wing, but he's not—he's not conservative um, at all. So, um, so, and with with YouTube's uh, policy about manifestos now, uh, I know that when uh, independent journalists were looking at the. Uh, Christchurch manifesto just doing streams they were all pulled so I'm afraid that they may do that with this one afterwards so uh, again be sure to uh, you know subscribe to the audio pod podcast for sure and uh, go to my website thesamewitfield.com later on because um, I'll probably have to link this video somewhere else I'm not doing that to plug myself, I'm just saying that this video may be gone, uh, you know, after tonight, if, uh, if YouTube enacts their whole, uh, manifesto thing, but yeah, we, I will look at the manifesto, so, um, anyway, uh, so going back to, uh, Infowars, which is actually the most uh, factual on all this. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, mass shooting at Walmart in El Paso, America's safest city. 20 killed, 26 injured, according to police. Uh, Okay, so uh, update six, uh, El Paso police have told media reporter uh, Mike Ikakafo that the attack was gang-related terrorism. However, they are, not, they are now saying they do not yet know the shooter's motive. Interesting. Uh... Update 5, an eyewitness has claimed that she saw three or four shooters in black. 
El Paso PD's has said they, they apprehended uh, one sus suspect and that the scene is no longer active. So, interesting. So this may be a cell then from what we're looking at here. Uh, there's a tweet of the manifesto, which I have a better version of. Um, now, here's something that the media, um, hasn't pointed out, and I actually will, uh, I'll actually see if I can click on this. Let's see if this pulls up. Okay, so, uh, so it appears that Antifa, ladies and gentlemen, is already, uh, doing their whole thing, too. And as a response, we ought to boost the call to 400,000 plus people just to piss Dan Patrick off and purpose and tell him his officers are Antifa so they'll get fired. He's setting himself up and we should take full advantage of it. Uh, okay. And then the tweet bro says, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick warns Antifa who's planning to come to El Paso to stay out of Texas after Walmart tragedy. So... We have another narrative here, ladies and gentlemen, another important one, which is uh, anti-fags, as Gabe so uh, correctly points out. Antifa is already uh, planning on, you know, committing terrorist acts, or at least attempting to. They're openly boasting about it on... Uh, Twitter, as the people who are watching uh, here on the stream can see. This is, uh, this is really sick and disgusting stuff. And yet the, uh, the left is already trying to blame this on Trump, which, uh, you know, obviously they're going to do that because that's just what they do every, uh, you know, time something happens. Now, you know, I'm trying not to make this about the left-right paradigm here, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it certainly is interesting that, you know, the, that the, uh, you know, that the left is immediately jumping on, well, this is Trump's fault, and this is, you know, this is the MAGA movement's fault. So, uh, did I see Sean King's Twitter? Uh, I'll have a, no, I did not. Um, I'm assuming it's a garbage heap as usual, though. So, um, I try not to pay attention too much to what that dude has to say, honestly. But, um... Anyway, so, ladies and gentlemen, what can I say about this? Um, 
obviously the uh, the shooting is tragic. It shouldn't have happened. Uh, thoughts and prayers with the victims, all that stuff. And I, I'm not just saying like thoughts and prayers to say. I mean, I did say a prayer for the victims of the shooting. And, uh, you know, if you're a person who prays, I recommend that you, uh, you know, I would ask that you do the same. If, uh, if you're not someone who prays, just send good, good vibes, I would say. Um, so... I I do want to address uh, a couple of things because people are saying that this is staged. Um, I mean, part of me does think that this is staged, perhaps. But regardless of whether the event itself was staged is more or less irre irrelevant. And here's why. Because the shooting has already happened, right? But what's more important is the way that the uh, the way that the media is uh, is framing things now. the The real staging is beginning now. Um, yeah, no, uh, no, uh, OJ's white bronco in the chat's bringing up a good point. Could be, but it fits the same mold of always cookie cutter mass shootings, weird guy, perfectly done manifesto, semi-auto rifle. I mean, you could be right. I'm not saying that you're not right. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that, that you're wrong. Uh, my gut instinct does tell me that this very well could have been staged, right? That's kind of what my gut... That's kind of what my intuition is telling me. However, with that being said, I am not saying officially that this was uh, staged for sure. I'm not presenting that as fact. That's what my instinct tells me, but we don't know that. What I can tell you, though, is that the media is in the left in particular is, is definitely uh, shaping the narrative and trying to paint this as a gun situation like I just said uh, a few moments ago. CNN is already running an article uh, on their website about uh, guns and big business in America. They just ha happen to pull this piece um, out, uh, you know, when this uh, thing happens. So that narrative is definitely going on. Um, also, it's 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 curious that this manifesto is uh, so well done. And I mean, I have some perhaps theories on that myself, but. Uh, You know, 
it's uh for those of you who are long time viewers of mine, and I do mean long time viewers of mine, um, going back like two or three years, you were re you may re remember some of you uh, who listened to the audio podcast. Some of you may be remember some of you re you may remember back uh, when uh, the pulse nightclub shooting happened, and then when the uh, shooting of those four police officers in Dallas happened, right? The, uh, when that shooting happened, of those four police officers in Dallas, the shooter, uh, you know, was saying he was related to Black Lives Matter, you know, and was using the excuse of taking the cops out because of, you know, black oppression or whatnot. So he was getting back at the cops to get even, right? The media did not want to focus on that narrative. The, you know, the media tried shooting black lives matter and, you know, the fact that they were radicalizing people underneath the rug because, you know, we can't have the radical element of uh, black lives matter and the fact that they, they wanted to do some radical shit exposed. But immediately, they're jumping on the fact that this guy is a white supremacist. And look, this guy, you know, from the manifesto, is a white supremacist, and that's horrible. You know, that is bad. But you can't uh, focus on one form of extremism like white supremacy right and say that that's the worst form of terrorism and then brush things like radical Islam and other racially motivated extremism under the carpet um, so yeah the manifesto is so perfect to take attention from the fact that there is somebody some some way these wind-up toys are being coaxed into doing these things. Yeah, so I might as well get into the manifesto uh, here. I do have to download one thing, though, uh, quick here. So let me go and uh, do that. But, um, yeah, folks, this... Uh, This is not the show I was uh, initially ex expecting that we would be uh, doing tonight. I initially thought we would be talking about some of the uh, election stuff, and I might uh, be doing that later on uh, in the... Uh, I might do that later on in the week, but... There, there is no doubt to me that some of the, that this uh, shooter that there is a certain part of this that uh, does equal radicalization. That much is uh, clear in my mind. Um, 
So, uh, and again, sorry for the uh, pause here. I'm just trying to download a, uh, a video here that I can play for you guys later on, and then we'll uh, jump into the manifesto. So, uh, yeah. Al Hefe brings up a good point. Um, plus, if this kid is a white nationalist, why didn't he follow any of his quote-unquote brothers on Twitter? He followed the Mavs and the Stars. The closest thing, the closest thing he followed to the Nazi was uh, Dirk fucking uh, Nowitzki. Yeah, that's a good point, and I I noticed that too, Al Hefe, and and some of the. Uh, Discord screenshots that you uh, that you guys were showing me earlier. It it is it is weird for sh for sure that these uh, that these that a lot of these uh, you know seemingly organic shooter shooters are um, you know they. They write really crap. They write uh, really well-crafted uh, manifestos that are perfectly typed uh, and whatnot. But then, when you go back into like their social media accounts and whatnot, they have no evidence of, you know, following like any white nationalists like uh, Richard Spencer or anything like that. So. Uh, that certainly is uh, interesting, for sure. Um, yeah, all like I said, Robbie don't care. I, I'm I'm going to uh, pull up the uh, manifesto here. I actually have it pulled up uh, here on my desktop. I do want to download this uh, clip. Real quick, let me find her. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, we've got the video downloaded, so I'll cue that up in a bit. Uh, okay, so that's what's so suspect about the uh, early reports. We're saying that there were two other shooters, and all of a sudden that's just swept under the rug. That's from O'Day's White Bronco. Yeah, I, I, I mean, again, again, dude, there certainly is some shady uh, shit to, to all this, too. Uh, and then El Jefe brings up something that I was going to read in the manifesto. So... Uh, let me, let me pull that up, ladies and gentlemen, I might as well, um, let me, let me minimize all my other windows first here, um, so, Okay, so
so I want to stay uh, for the uh, you know for the uh, you know corporate heads at YouTube before I do this I am uh, I am reading this objectively as a citizen journalist I do not endorse uh, anything that is stated in this manifesto uh, nor do any of the uh, audience members watching this uh, live right now and uh, you know any uh, you know any inspiration taken from uh, this uh, you know manifesto from me reading this is uh, I'm not responsible for so I'm just uh, you know giving that disclaimer I'm just looking at this as an objective journalist so uh, sorry folks I, I just needed to state that for the uh, for the YouTube uh, you know uh, puppet masters So, let's go here. Okay, so, so this, uh, this manifesto title is called The Inconvenient Truth. Uh, this freak starts off, uh, starts off with an about me section. In general, I support the Christ, the Christ Church shooter and his manifesto. The attack is a response to the Hispanic invasion of Texas. They are the instigators, not me. I am simply defending my country from cultural and ethnic replacement brought on by an, an invasion. Some pe people will think this statement is hypocritical because of the nearly complete uh, ethnic and cultural destruction brought to the Native Americans by our European ancestors, but this just reinforces my point. The Natives didn't take the invasion of Europeans seriously. And now what's left is just a shadow of what was. My motives for this attack are not at all personal. Actually, the Hispanic community was not my target before I read The Great Replacement. Uh, this manifesto will cover the political and economic re reasons behind my attack, my gear, my expectations of what response this will generate, and my personal motivations and thoughts. So, already, in that beginning, that beginning seems a little too well-crafted, in my uh, opinion, for a guy who just graduated waited college and honestly doesn't look to be... Uh, all of that ac academically inclined. Uh, who knows? Well, we could have more info about him in coming days. But that beginning is already like, you know, 
to uh, that beginning is suspect in and, uh, in and of itself. It's a little, it's a little too crafted for. It's a little too well crafted for like an eighteen or nineteen-year-old who would just write this in their spare time. Like I was a good writer in high school, and even even my papers weren't this well crafted. Uh, next section, political reasons. Uh, in short, America's rotting from the inside out, and peaceful means to stop this seem to be uh, nearly impossible. The inconvenient truth is our leaders, both Democrat and Republican, have been failing us for decades. So right then and there, this can... this should be evidence to folks right right here the inconvenient truth that both our leaders democrat and republicans have been failing us for decades this should show us that uh that this guy is was not motivated by trump they are the complacent or involved in one of the biggest betrayals of the American public in our history. Uh, can I highlight this? Oh, yes, I can. So for those of you, uh, you know, watching this, so this is the first segment I have highlighted. The inconvenient truth is that our leaders, both Democrat and Republicans, have been failing us for decades. They are either complacent or involved in one of the biggest betrayals uh, of the American public in our history. The takeover of the United States government by unchecked corporations. Uh, so again, this so this guy is also trying to hijack, uh, you know, libertarianism. Uh, I could write a 10-page essay on all of the damage these corporations have caused, but here's what's important. Due to the death of the of the baby boomers, the increasingly anti-immigrant rhetoric of, of the right, and the ever-increasing Hispanic population, America will soon become a one-party state. So, this is another uh, thing, too, that needs to be pointed out. And uh, believe me, I am reading the... Uh, I am reading the comments, too, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm highlighting this as I go. So, this should be another... Uh, you know... This should be another thing that the... Uh, that should symbolize that the, that this kid is not a conservative. So yeah, and uh, and who says uh, Kyle in the chat says failing us for decades says the nineteen year old e exactly. I mean, I'm twenty five and I'm, you know, I haven't even been saying this stuff. Uh, but okay. So uh, again, highlighting this due to the in, due to the death of baby boomers, the increasingly anti-immigrant rhetoric of the right, and the ever 
increasing Hispanic population, America will soon became a, become a one-party state. Highlighted, moving on. The uh, Democrat Party will own America and they know it. They have all... They have already begun the transition of pandering heavily to the Hispanic voting bloc in the first Democrat debate. Well, uh, obviously this kid doesn't know his history because if he did, he would know that the, the Democrats, or at least the new left, have been doing this for decades, pretty much since the late 70s, probably longer. Uh, they intend to use open borders, free health care for illegal citizenship and more, to enact a political coup uh, by importing and then legalizing millions of new, of new voters. With policies like these, the Hispanic support for Democrat will likely become unanimous in the future. The uh, heavily Hispanic population in, te in Texas will make us a Democrat stronghold. Also, this, this kid is really fucking ignorant because uh, most Hispanics who live in Texas who are illegal immigrants... Uh, are Republicans. Like, the the Hispanic Americans who actually vote are conservative and they're the Republican. So, him saying that is retarded. Um, so, um, Losing Texas and a few other states with heavily Hispanic populations, the Democrats is all it would take for them to win nearly every presidential election. Although the although the Republican Party is also terrible, many factions within the Republican Party are pro. Corporation, pro corporation equals pro immigration, uh, but some, but some factors within the Republican Party don't prioritize corporations over our future. So the Democrats are nearly unanimous with their support of immigration, while the Republicans are divided over. At least with Republicans, the process of mass immigration and citizenship can be greatly reduced. So he's uh So he so he's basically like trying to blame the uh Alex the Alex Jones and uh, dare I would say the Tucker Carlsons of the world too are who are you know who criticize uh big multinational corporations rightly so now they don't do the extent that this whack job does but uh you know Tucker Carlson's book certainly uh you know uh 
praises capitalism, but rightly so criticizes some of the aspects of uh, big business. So, okay, so why does this why does this keep skipping? Okay. Um. Okay, so there, there's more about like a. There's more about civil unrest. Uh, what, you know, stuff about the welfare system. And so again, this kid is once again bashing the uh, the quote unquote right for. Uh, You know, he, he's simply bashing Trump for bringing in foreign workers. So, uh... Oh, and... And... So there's more about automation. So, in a weird way, he's also, I guess, if we're using the logic of the, of the left and blaming, like, Trump and Carlson and Alex Jones for all this. We can uh, also blame uh, Andrew Yang for this because from what this kid is uh, talking about here with uh, automation, I mean, this whole point that I'm highlighting here, which I'll read in a sec, uh, is uh, some of Andrew Yang's rhetoric. Not all of it, but certainly some of it. Uh, automation can and, and would replace millions of low-skilled jobs if immigrants were deported. The source of competition for skilled labor from, labor from immigrants and visa holders around the world has made a very difficult situation even worse for natives as they compete in the skilled job market. To compete, people have to get better credentials by spending more time in college. It used to be that a high school degree was worth something. Now a bachelor degree is what's recommended to com be competitive on the job market. The cost of college degrees has exploded as their value has plummeted. This has led to a generation of indebted in, in, indebted, overqualified students filling the menial, low-paying and unqualifying jobs. Andrew Yang talking points right there. Of course, these migrants and their children have contributed to the problem, but they are not the sole cause of that. So, and my point in bringing. Bring up, bring up Andrew Yang is not saying that Andrew Yang motivated this kid, but if if we're going to play games, if 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 Trump haters are going to play games and say that this is Trump's fault or this is Alex Jones' fault, I I can pick this apart and you know say that this you know that Andrew Yang is you know inserting his talking points in here. 
you know, obviously that's not true. This this individual is just crazy all on his own. So, uh, and also, this kid wasn't even, like, attending college to begin with. So, like, what does he know about college expenses and, you know, skilled labor and all that stuff that this is not in the wheelhouse of a 19 year old usually and unless you're like a political commentator like I've been since you know I was a teenager but this kid is not does not seem very well read uh, at all from the uh, from the basis of it, more like someone is just picking up like talking points and stitching them together. So, uh, Okay, so, so now this guy is going into his, uh, you know, what his gear is, what he's using for gear, and let, let me, I'm, I'm gonna have to, uh, manually, it looks like, scroll through all this. Okay. So, he, he even goes, um... So far as to like highlight what his uh, gear is here. AK-47. So, he's like, he's plotting out what weapons he's going to use. Uh, okay. Okay. Okay, personal personal reasons and thoughts. And this is the real part that I want to get to. Everything else is just kind of flub here. So personal reasons and thoughts. Uh, and I'm moving the chat and audio windows around here so I can read better that's you guys don't see that stuff on on screen but I do um, my whole life I have been prepared so I'm reading this section personal thoughts and reasons mm -mm. my whole life I've been preparing for a future that currently doesn't exist the job of my dreams will likely be automated. Hispanics will take control of 
the local and state government of my beloved Texas changing policy to better suit their needs. They will turn Texas into an instrument of a political coup which will hasten the destruction of our country. The environment is getting worse by the year if you take nothing else from this government, from the document, remember this. Inaction is a choice. I can no longer bear the shame of inaction and knowing our founding fathers have endowed me with with the rights needed to save our country from the brink of destruction. Our European comrades don't have the gun rights needed to repel the millions of invaders that plague our country. They have no choice but to but to sit by and watch. Bye. Okay, so one thing I want to point out here. Right, scrolling back up here. He says, the job of my... My whole life I've been preparing for a future that doesn't currently exist. The job of my dreams has... Will likely be automated. Okay, so... I did look through this manifesto. I scrolled through some of it and kind of skimmed it, but I... I have looked at this a few times before the before the show, and nowhere in here, this guy says the job of my dreams will likely be automated. Okay, but he never said what that job is. Like what? What was this kid's dream job? Right? He just says it's, it's it will likely be automated, but he doesn't say what it is. Um, so, I mean, a lot of this, again, is... It, it seems to be kind of like copy and pasted from like all these just talking points. It doesn't seem... Uh, it doesn't really seem organic. So. Okay, and I also love this. Uh, I cannot bring myself to kill my fellow Americans, even the Americans that seem hell, hell on destroying our country. Even if they are shameless race mixers, mass polluters, haters of our collective value, etc. One day they will see the air of their rays either when American patriots fail to reform our country and it collapses or when we save it. But they will see their ways. I promise y'all that. Okay, so... He says he's not going to harm his fellow Americans, and yet that's exactly what he did. Then we talk about race mixing. Okay, so this is interesting. Um, he says, my death is likely inevitable. If I'm not killed by the police, then I'll probably be gunned down by one of the invaders. Captain in this case is far worse than dying during the shooting because I'll get the death penalty anyway. 
uh, worse still is that I would live life knowing that my family despises me. This is why I'm not willing to surrender, even if I want run out of ammo. If I, if I am captured, it will be because I was subdued somehow. Well, sucks for you. Sucks for you then, asshole, because, uh, this creep got arrested. So. Uh, So. Yeah, I, like I said, th this does seem sketchy. And, and Gabe, did did he did he really write did he really write something like about like hating Halle Berry? I uh, I'm I'm looking and I'm, I'm not seeing it. So. Uh, Okay, he, he, uh... So he... So he says that his uh, ideology has not changed for uh, years. Okay, so, uh, let's see. My, my ideology has not changed for several years. My opinion on automation, uh, my opinions on automation, immigration, and the rest predate Trump and his campaign for president. I, I am putting this here because I know some people will blame the president or certain presidential candidates for the attack, this is not the case. I know that the media will probably call me a white nationalist anyway and blame Trump's rhetoric. The media is infamous for fake news. The, the, the reaction to this attack will most likely just confirm that. Uh, they, most people think that the fight for America is already lost. They couldn't be more wrong, blah, blah, blah. This is just the beginning of the fight for destruction from America. So, like I said, folks, obviously, obviously, this guy is this guy is a fucking uh, nut bar. But as a You know, we're talking about a guy here who had no inclination to really go to college, right? It, uh, 
it doesn't really seem like he, uh, you know, was all that keen on actually, like, pursuing his dream job because it was automated or whatever. Um, right? Um... It's just, yeah. Well, well, Robbie. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. He, he, he didn't write it. That, that's my point. This, I mean, he may have, he may have, um, had some scrawlings, but he certainly didn't, didn't write it. This is. This is really, you know, this is basically just like every stereotypical white supremacist, uh, you know, talking point and uh, nut bar talking point. So, so, uh, you know, I don't. This does seem a little, a little too well composed just to be simply organic. Plus, this kid is 19. Now, what I do want to play for you guys is, uh, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the left wants someone to, uh, blame for this kid going out and doing what he's doing. Uh, so let me just say this. This kid is a nut bar. It seems like someone was pulling his strings and all this. By the way, also, where where did this kid get like an AK-47 and all, and all these different guns at, like, age 19. This kid didn't really seem to have, like, skills in sharpshooting either if, if he was, you know, organ organic in this. But, um, here's an interesting thing. Um... So here, so here's an interesting factor. Um, I've been, I've been warning people, along with uh, you know a few of my uh, other colleagues of a certain radical. Uh, I I hate to call this person even right wing because or conservative because they're not. But uh, it's interesting that Owen Benjamin was actually talking about the danger of immigrants and, and migrants and all this stuff uh, yesterday, almost making the exact talking points that this kid made at the beginning of his, of his manifesto. And uh, then this happens. Don't believe me? Uh... Clip number one. No, no, 
No, Robbie, I'm not drunk. I wish I was kind of drunk because it's Saturday and I could use a, a beer, but I'm not. Just uh, trying to scale my computer for uh, files and whatnot. So. So, uh, this is interesting. If you so, this is an interesting comparison. We're gonna lose the southwest of America. The cartels are already taking over. The cartels in a lot of parts of Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, and Southern California are more powerful than the local governments. Anyone that knows anything about history knows that within 50 years, that's cartel land. That's not American government. That's not America anymore. It's already gone. You just don't know it yet. Hispanics will take... Uh, okay, Hispanics will take control of the local and state government of my beloved Texas changing policy to better suit their needs. Uh, the environment is getting... Worst by the year. I can no long. I can no longer bear. B e a r. The shame of uh, inaction, knowing that our founding fathers have endowed me with the rights to save our country from the brink of destruction. Our European comrades uh, don't have the. Okay, I so I I read that. It's uh. It's interesting, though, that, uh, you know, Owen's been spouting the, the same rhetoric that, uh, you know, this kid was, was using. So, very interesting. Let me just play that one more time. We're going to lose the southwest of America. The cartels are already taking over. The cartels in a lot of parts of Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, and Southern California are more powerful than the local governments. Anyone that knows anything about history knows that within 50 years, that's cartel land. That's not American government. That's not America anymore. It's already gone. You just don't know it yet. Now, I'm not saying, ladies and gentlemen, that Owen was directly responsible for this. But what I am saying is, it is pretty interesting to me that this was from one of Owen's streams yesterday. And then, a day later, this happens. Robbie says uh, he's biting Black, black Pill's gig. Well, so, here's the bottom line with all, with all of this, though. And I've, I've been saying this for months and months and months. The reasons why, the reason why YouTube and YouTube won't get rid of Owen and won't get rid of David Duke off Twitter and will profile Richard Spencer every 
uh, few years is because they need to keep those, uh, you know, they, they need to keep the actual white supremacists uh, active, so to speak, in order to make actual, like, conservatives, like, you know, myself and uh, Rush Limbaugh and uh, Gavin and, uh, well, you know, Gavin's kind of, but Alex Jones and, you know, all these other people, the ones who have been deplatformed, basically, they're, they're the villains. So, uh, you know, and, uh, jo you know, Johnny Arcade got his uh, first channel uh, taken down, you know, for simply playing clips of Owen because they contain hate speech. Yeah, Owen himself is still active. Uh, you know, same with Apex Gamma. Johnny Arcade's second channel, Johnny was basically bullied into taking his channel down. Uh, honestly, folks, if you can, um, I am, I am going to, uh, I am going to be, uh, uploading this stream somewhere else, too, in the hopes that this doesn't get taken down from, uh, YouTube, because I, uh, you know, I, I, I do worry that with, uh, with, with me just, just, uh, showing the manifesto, uh, YouTube could take it down, as they're, uh, wanting to do these days. But anyway, um, so what is the, uh, you know, so what's my point in all this? My point in all this is that whether or not this is staged, whether or not the event itself was staged, the, the deep state is certainly uh, preparing to set the stage to divide the country even further. And um, pit the left and the right against each other. And maybe shove some, uh, you know, anti-gun legislation in there, in there. Maybe get rid of uh, free speech. Uh, you know. Maybe get... Maybe, uh, you know, put some speech laws in there. So, uh... Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, you can't even say the, you can't even say the word, 
So, um, anyway, folks, well, it's, uh, it's been a good show tonight. I appreciate you all for, uh, tuning in. Uh, I mean, it's been good considering the, the circumstances of, the, of what we've been talking about here. Um, I really appreciate you all, and, uh, just, again, say a prayer for all the, uh, victims, uh, of the, uh, shooting and those who have survived and for the families who have lost loved ones. So in a foot way, folks, um, that'll do it for tonight. I will be back, uh... Tomorrow, actually, with another show. Hopefully, this channel will still be up uh, at that point. But anyway, folks, I want to thank you all for uh, tuning in. And from all of us here at NGC Studios, uh, have a good night. God bless, and God save this great nation.